You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. We have a fun episode today all about Christmas gone wrong. We'll be sharing experiences we've had over the years of the big and little ways that Christmas or holiday-related things went from ho, ho, ho to oh, no. (laughs) I like that. (laughs) So I'm excited to swap holiday fail stories with you. But first, what's been happening in your neighborhood lately? I just want to give props to the neighbors a couple houses down. They had some sort of event at their house last night. I don't know if it was like a birthday party, engagement party, some sort of big event. And they must have hired someone to come do like backyard event lights. Mm. And it was so cheery and colorful because at first I thought they were just putting some extra like Christmas lights up in the backyard. Mm -hmm. But it was very obviously like professionally done Mm -hmm. and so colorful. And they had like a little party back there last night. And I was like, This is a thing I need to remember, that there are companies that come do things like this to like turn your backyard magical for an event and you don't have to do it all yourself. So I just was very, I was very curious about what the event was Mm -hmm. and I was very much like, yes, Mm -hmm. I approve of that whole situation over there. So you're, you're taking notes. Yeah, I am. I need to go ask them who they hired. Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. Well, I want to share about a change that we have made in our bedtime reading routine with the boys that I am really loving. So sometime over the past year, we had gotten into the habit of letting them listen to audiobooks before bed and to go to sleep instead of reading to them. I think this happened during the course of when Maeve was sleeping terribly and Chris and I- See also, no sleep. (laughs) Exactly. Chris and I just needed to literally fall into bed as soon as possible and just did not have the energy to even read a book aloud. Right. But over time, setting up the audiobooks became sort of like one more thing to do before mm-hmm. bed, disagreement, disappointment over which books were available. And and I really was just missing reading to the boys. So we stopped doing the audiobooks at bedtime and now we're back to reading to them. And I'm just really enjoying it. They are almost seven and eight. And so we're just in that time where we can read some great chapter books that we can all really enjoy, like some great literature. And I just, I love how much they love it too, how, you know, quiet and engaged they are, how they look forward Mm -hmm. to it. And I'm just, I'm just really glad that routine is back in our Mm -hmm. life. There really is some magic in reading Mm -hmm. aloud to your kids whenever that happens. Yeah. So let's get into our topic for today, Christmas gone wrong. So we both celebrate Christmas, but I'm sure it's the case that with any major holiday, the more expectations there are, the more chances there are for things to go (laughs) wrong. So let's go back and forth and share our stories of Christmas gone wrong. And if a fail inspired you to make any changes to prevent future fails, I would love to know so that we can all share in the wisdom. Mm. Okay, so this one I had nothing to do with technically, but it was all about me. So our birthday, we share a birthday for those who don't know. We were both born December 22nd, different years, but I came home Christmas morning like in a stocking from from the hospital as a baby. The nurse nurses dressed me up in my little stocking and my mom tells this story and I'm just like horrified by it. The (laughs) whole family still came over and they did their full on Christmas. Like, wow. Gifts were still exchanged. All of the things were done. And my mom was like, Newly, I mean, new mom. I was the brand oldest, new mom, and after like a thirty-six hour labor. Oh my gosh! And not even three days postpartum. 
No. And oh I'm like mad at my dad for this story. <laughs> like, why would you, why wouldn't you be like, yeah, you can come over and see the baby, but like, we're just, just gonna a quick little, visit. yeah, let's maybe save the gifts or oh my gosh. like what they just did the full, they just were like, Oh, it's okay. We'll bring it to you. The full on <laughs> Christmas with all the regalia exhausted mom. Oh my gosh. I feel so bad for her when I hear that story. So that is what not to do. There you go. I'm gonna tell you right now, There's if you're a having a Christmas baby, baby let the mom rest for Christmas and get her bearings before you show up with all of the gifts and the appetizers. Oh, okay. I like that your first Christmas gone wrong was like your very first yeah. Christmas. <laughs> like that's not the way to do it, friends. <laughs> oh, okay. I had fun giving each of my Christmas fails a little title. This one is called Casserole of Disappointment. <laughs> So one Christmas, this was, you know, a few years ago when my parents were in town for Christmas, I wanted to make something to have on Christmas morning, but I wanted to not have to cook Christmas morning. So I found a recipe for making a kind of an egg casserole that you can cook overnight in a crock pot. I'm not sure exactly all went wrong, but when we uncovered the much anticipated delicious Christmas morning casserole, like in the morning, like, oh, I can't wait to dig into it. (laughs) It was just this like dry disc of like egg something. And it was just not delicious at all. I mean, I think technically it was edible, yeah. but it was just like, wah, wah. Something went wrong. <laughs> You're like, just not excited to eat it. I think that definitely something that I'm sure went wrong is I think I cooked it in my Instant Pot on like the slow cook oh, feature, uh-huh. but Instant Pots are it known doesn't always translate. to not be good slow cookers. So for my kind of fail prevention, no overnight casseroles in the Instant Pot. And I still don't have a consistent go-to Christmas morning meal, but um, I, I am looking for one, but I will not be doing it in the Instant Pot for sure. <laughs> I love it. Okay, this is one from my childhood um, called the one where my brother and mom cried. <laughs> so <laughs> this was, we used to have like, you know, cinnamon rolls, Christmas mm-hmm. morning kind of thing. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, my mom wanted to do something different one okay. year, which is, which was her first mistake. Okay, right. <laughs> Some things are a tradition for a when reason. you want to do something different at the holidays, just beware. Yeah. There's beware. only certain things that are flexible and certain right. things need to stay put. So she made like a pull apart bread situation, okay. yep. but it was savory. Oh, oh. it had peppers involved. Interesting choice, Carol. And I think my littlest brother at the time, David, was like, (laughs) he wasn't even expecting it to be savory. So he literally took one bite and there he's like, there's peppers in it. And like started bawling. And then this is one of those situations where my mom had put like, you know, effort into something different. And there was other things to eat too. But it was like, hey, let's try something different. So she ended up upset and crying, I think. It was just like, it goes down in family lore. Like, remember when you made David cry with the gross, savory monkey bread? (laughs) Oh, that's really funny. Okay. uh, My next one is called the Frankenstein Address. And this just happened a few weeks ago. (laughs) So I have been getting my shopping and shipping done early this year, feeling so on top of everything. And I found something I wanted to order for my two-year-old nephew. That was perfect. He lives in Texas. So I put it in my cart and I let my mom know that I would be having it shipped to her. Would mm-hmm. she mind wrapping it? She said, sure. So I was like, awesome. Just check, check that yep. right off my list. That was on this. That was read on the spreadsheet. Exactly. All done. Felt mm-hmm. so good. Then two days later, I get an email notice saying that my item has shipped. So I'm like, great. I glance at the shipping address 
and it was my mom's street address and then Gilbert, Arizona and my own zip code. <laughs> so I created a address that doesn't exist. It's nope, not a real place. Not a thing. And yeah, so I was like, oh my gosh, what do you even do? I called the company. They were very nice, but basically my only option was getting them to recall the item to their warehouse. Uh But when an item comes into their warehouse, like you surrender the item, it can no longer be held for me. It just goes back into (laughs) the stock. Right. And of course, this is an item that is backordered. And oh. I had gotten one of the few, mm. and now there's none in stock. Of course. So because I did not double check that address, or maybe because of that autofill. Right. You know? Right. So just beware autofill beware. when you are shipping. <laughs> it's sometimes too easy, and we don't think about mm-hmm. it enough, right? Um, okay, this is called the first and second Christmas where we almost got divorced. <laughs> so I talked about this before, but one of our most like jarring and truly horrifying (laughs) marital fights was our first Christmas when I came home to our tiny little apartment. And, you know, prior to then we hadn't lived together. We had obviously spent many Christmases together, Mm -hmm. but this was the first time we were like, you know, combined finances, buying gifts together, all of that. And so I came home to our apartment just full of Christmas joy and Mm. full of shopping bags for all the people that I had bought all the presents for. And I felt so accomplished because I hit up all these outlet mall sales and all that back in the day when there wasn't as much online shopping. And I walked in the front door, chilly cold, with all my packages so proud. And Jeremiah was like, how much did you spend? Oh. I dropped the bags in dramatic fashion, and it turned into a giant fight because, of course, we hadn't had any of these conversations. I just assumed, like, oh, you've seen me give presents to my family. Like, this is, you know, this is what we do. And I have a much bigger side of the family than he does. And so it was like this whole thing that we just had not communicated about, but it turned into like, I never would have married you if I knew you hated Christmas. Like legit, I was regretting my decision. Like, how did I make it this long knowing you, knowing that this was how it's going to be? This is not how I'm living my life. Oh my God. I married a Grinch. Yeah. And he has, so, so these two Christmases combined have taught him a lot mm-hmm. and taught me a lot about communication and he's come a very long way but the second married christmas together was right after we had bought our first house mm-hmm. and we had just moved in and he literally had the audacity to pull out from under the bed a robe like not a cute robe <laughs> like just a robe a uh-huh. functional robe uh-huh. in an unwrapped box for me for christmas mm. And that was the second time I regretted marrying him. (laughs) And we have since come a very, I mean, we had major conversations about this. Like, this is not how we do Christmas. (laughs) And he has come such a long way. I would say he's probably more thoughtful and more like now he gets it. He really Mm -hmm. gets it. And he is very good at surprising me and like over the top and all of the things. But it was like my love language is definitely gift giving. Mm And it was a Christmas. Yeah. It was like, you, do you know me at all? Like (laughs) what mistake have I wandered into? (laughs) Right. So it was a very, it's funny now. It was not funny at the Mm -hmm. time for two Christmases in a row, but now we have worked it out. So if you're newly married and feeling like, what Mm -hmm. have I gotten myself into? It just, it takes a while. It takes some practice to develop your own routine, to learn how to talk about things like spending money, all of that. But it was very distinct memories of like, I I made a mistake. Oh man. (laughs) So glad we can laugh about it now. 
Well, my husband features prominently in my next Christmas Gone Wrong. This is titled An Unfortunate Christmas Tradition. And this is actually three wrapped into one. <laughs> so A series, if you will. It turns out that there is a very unfortunate Christmas tradition in our family of, this is very specific, during a Christmas holiday, when I am pregnant, Chris will go to the ER. <laughs> let me let me tell you this all the will ways. Be a thing. It's happened all three times. Legitimately. All three times. Honestly, when I was typing this out, I was like, "Oh, oh my gosh. gosh, what is happening?" <laughs> all right, let me tell you, Erica. You will be familiar with some of these. Yes, the I first will. one. I will. December of 2012, I was pregnant with Dashiell. It was a few weeks before Christmas, and I was eager to have the house decorated, but we hadn't gotten around to it. So we finally made some time on a Sunday afternoon, and Chris was going to put lights on the house. He set up the ladder, he got the lights ready, and he borrowed a staple gun from our good friends, the lads next door. <laughs> he sure did. So he gets up on the ladder. Before he hangs one light on the house, <laughs> literally the first thing he does, he stapled his hand with the staple gun. It was like pure Clark Griswold it, moment. Totally. <laughs> I swear, not a half hour had gone by since he had borrowed the staple gun. Yes. And I was texting you, Chris has stapled his hand yeah. with the staple gun. <laughs> and let me tell you, I really... I mean, he wasn't so injured yeah. that, I mean, he was going to so be fine. He wasn't getting a lot of sympathy from So you. I was mostly annoyed, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you're not putting up the Christmas lights, I guess? I guess now we have to take you to urgent care and get you a tetanus yeah. shot. Way to go. <laughs> okay. That was the first one. Second one, it is Christmas Eve of 2014, and I am very pregnant with Cedric, yeah. who is due on New Year's Eve. Yeah. So we are on baby watch. I could have and this we, baby. And we are also like real cranky at this point. Exactly. <laughs> so Chris went to a morning workout that day at his gym. And later that day, he says that his chest is kind of hurting. After a while, he still says his chest is hurting and maybe it's kind of around his heart. And so I was like, all right, we don't, mess, with we don't mess around with that. You go to urgent care and just get checked out. Well, at urgent care, anything like with yes. the heart, potential heart yes. attack, they're like, you need to go right to the ER to make sure that nothing is wrong. So Chris ends up getting admitted to the hospital and they keep him overnight yeah, on they don't Christmas Eve. <laughs> Stop it. On Christmas Eve, I on forgot Christmas about Eve, that. they find nothing wrong and it is determined that he's probably just sore from all the chest exercises that he did at the gym. <laughs> so obviously so glad yes. that nothing serious was wrong, but also kind of annoyed <laughs> thinking what, the okay. I was like, what if I go into labor? Do I guess I just drive myself to the hospital where you are yeah. and admit myself? And I'm like, well, my husband's on the fourth floor. <laughs> I think I had been on watch. I think I you think were. I was like, on hospital. I'm like, hey, Chris is in the hospital with chest pains. <laughs> yes. What? Yes. Oh, he's fine. But we're just. But I might have a baby. <laughs> but also, I might have this baby. So, uh, so. The third time, <laughs> it is Christmas 2019, and I'm pregnant with Maeve this time. This is what I feel like I don't know about. Chris was working on a woodworking project and trying to finish something up quickly. He is usually very conscious, very safety-oriented about where he places his hands, but he was in a rush, so he wasn't being careful and sliced the heel of Ooh. his hand open. I am not sure if it's the same hand that he stapled. <laughs> I'll have to ask him about that. So... You know where this and where Chris is heading. 
he ended up getting stitches and it wasn't very serious or required going to the hospital, but I have started to feel concerned about this tradition. Yes. This is not a welcome tradition. And I'm like, is it something subconscious where he's not getting enough attention? (laughs) I'm just, I'm just kidding. It's definitely not, but I definitely have no plans to be pregnant again yes, at the so holidays. Hopefully so safe. <laughs> hopefully this tradition has ended. That is too funny that it was all three <laughs> Every pregnancies. Every single time. <laughs> Hilarious. Okay. So, there you go. All right. I call this one the one with ticking names, the stomach flu, and the puppy. Sounds so fun. This was the worst Blasco Christmas <laughs> oh. in, in history oh with my, my side of the family. So for some reason, we decided to pick names one Christmas and we are not picking names kind of a family. It just doesn't work out. Now we just do like everyone just do what you can or what you want. Mm -hmm. And with us living all over the place, we just kind of send maybe a family gift or we do, we do whatever. And and it varies year to the year. And we've just kind of landed on that. But the picking of the names (laughs) just felt like it did not work out. Half the family was mad about us even doing Mm -hmm. it. Half the family, it just were, we were not raised that way. So none of us handled it well. So that was number one. Everybody was already like off of our usual holiday game. Jeremiah and I got the stomach flu and we're sick with it Christmas Eve and Christmas Day Um, and starting, you know, just like one of those 24 hour things. And so we were starting to feel better. This is where too, like tradition gets in the way sometimes Mm -hmm. like the tradition was we still all get together for Christmas day. So we had felt better, which I'm like, why, why did anyone even want to be around us? So we ended up like postponing Christmas morning that we usually do at my parents till maybe the next morning, like the 26th and try to just like have a redo on Christmas morning. Well, that was also the year that my brother and sister-in-law got a puppy, like had just gotten a puppy and brought him to my parents and, through their own admission should not have gotten a puppy and it was a disaster. Like they were not in a place to handle a puppy and they were very stressed out about the puppy and the puppy was just running around being a puppy. And Jeremiah and I were like eating saltines still. And we did this ridiculous gift exchange nonsense. No one's happy with. It was just like, why are we doing this? Why are we doing any of this? I think at one point Jeremiah and I like took the dog, took the puppy for a walk because we were like dog people. So we're like, we will take this puppy for a walk to calm it down and complain about all of you. And like just, it was the worst. It was the worst Christmas. Oh my gosh. So those three things don't make for a, a merry Yuletide season. There you go. All right. And my final one is called third delivery is a charm. So this happened several years ago. It was before we had kids, but we were living here. So my parents arrived in town ahead of my birthday and Christmas. And when they got to our house, my mom said that a package had already been delivered from Amazon. That was my birthday present. And she was really excited to give it to me but we didn't have a package that had been delivered. <laughs> she checked her tracking and it said it had been delivered, but we could not find it. So she was so excited for me to have this and was just like not wanting to wait or try to track it down. So she just ordered it again. Two days later, the tracking says that it's been delivered, but it is not at our door or in our mailbox. We have no idea what is going on <laughs> at this point. And meanwhile, my mom really wants me to have this gift And she's so excited to give it to me. So she orders it for a third time. (laughs) (laughs) It does end up finally arriving. And it is a Kindle, which I absolutely love. So I know why she was so excited to give it to me. So 
you know, that all happened. And just like, I wonder what happened to those first two. So then a week or so after Christmas, everyone's gone home and we're like, you know, cleaning up and getting organized after Christmas. And we find the original Kindle package. <laughs> it had been there it the whole time. It had arrived in a box. We had misplaced it under like this pile of mail and papers amidst all the yeah, Christmas stuff. Yeah. I felt terrible. I'm so sorry, mom. <laughs> I think I got to like return that one. The second Kindle is still unaccounted for. No idea what happened if it got misdelivered and someone was like, it's a Christmas, <laughs> Christmas present <laughs> Christmas for someone miracle. else. Yes, exactly. So anyway, and that just definitely taught me keep track of delivered packages, have a place where they all go. And it is tricky when other people, you're like yeah, out of town. Oh so my other gosh. people this are sending packages. Yep. It's like, okay, well, you're going to get this package. I'm like, how will I know and it, it all, it's from all, all the all other from packages? Amazon and all exactly. just says my name. So how do I know exactly. what I can open I and like what I can't? they should have a special feature. Yeah. Like where you should be able to put a label on the package. Yes. Anyway, so that it was ridiculous. I'm going to suggest to my family and stuff that sends stuff from Amazon often for the girls, like, or even for us, like, hey, put like mm. Erica Lynn Lad or something yes. like like put a my middle name, name so I know it's like from you guys and I don't right. open it till Christmas. Right. Or Otherwise, I'm just like, oh, this is the thing I ordered. Oh, wait. Right. Oh. And my parents are horrible about putting gift receipts in right. there, and so I'm like, I literally don't. I'm tracking down who is this from? This thing that I Anyone? didn't order. Yeah. Oh my gosh. <clears throat> okay, this is the one with the WWE style fight. <laughs> Oh, man. So um, one year we were hosting Christmas at our house, and it was um, Jeremiah's side of the family. And his middle brother and dad are very similar in personalities and kind of fiery. His brother had not too long before that gotten back from Afghanistan. He was in the military. So there was a lot of feelings, right? There was a lot going on. And at one point, his dad tried to tell him something about his own experience in Afghanistan and politics Mm -hmm. and whatever, and that did not go well. Mm -hmm. And so he had a sassy retort. Mm -hmm. And before we know it, Jeremiah and I are cleaning up like Christmas pancakes. (laughs) And before we know it, they are like locked up like oh Randy gosh. Savage, Hulk oh Hogan style, gosh. like, but really awkwardly, like they don't right. actually want to fight. Like these so, are grown men. Yeah. Who grown men fight. in the kitchen. We didn't, it, there was no kids around or anything at this point. Yeah. Nobody was throwing punches. It was like, they were just like locked up. Like it just looked like aggression. a fake, a fake fight. Oh and Jeremiah God. like broke up the fight and sent his brother one direction and his dad another. So then there was the awkward moment of them coming back and apologizing, but we were dying. We were actually dying laughing because the fight was so awkward that we, we went in the garage. His youngest brother wasn't there and we went in the garage and just were dying laughing on the phone to his youngest brother, like recounting all this. He was coming later in the day and we're like, Jeremiah's like, bro, you missed it. Cracking up. So and that goes down in family legend as the one with the lockup. It just it, like they were almost like it's not even a holding fight. the it back of each lockup. other's right, necks and right. like circling each other, you know? Just like like, they, like an aggressive hug. Yeah. It really was. It really was. Oh wow. It was like they just had they got so mad yeah, and then once they were there, know. they were like, Are we really gonna fight on Christmas? Right. <laughs> oh, so man. That was a fun one. Ah, uh, Christmas. Mm-hmm. Brings out the best. One was just that 
the girls' second Christmas with us, this was just kind of sad, the second Christmas with us, which we had just finalized their adoption mm. right around the Christmas season. And so we were so excited, like, okay, this Christmas, there's nothing in the way of celebrating. Um, and Vanessa woke up with strep Christmas oh. morning. And I just remember her being, she was so sick. And we were mm. like, baby, we can open presents later. Like mm-hmm. you, and she's drinking orange juice on my lap, just like shaking. And we're like, do you oh. want to open? She's like, can I just open presents? Oh my gosh. Like, it was the saddest. I think the stress of everything had yeah. gotten to all of us. We all ended up sick that year. And so that's one that goes down as just like, oh, that was a bummer. Mm-hmm. And then there's just a really funny story about a Christmas Eve with my whole extended family. And my oldest niece was little, like, I don't know, four or five maybe. And she was sitting on Jeremiah's lap. And before Jeremiah had kids, he was kind of famously awkward with mm-hmm. kids. Like he just didn't quite know. Yeah. But kids really like him because yeah. he's just kind of mellow and yeah. they like to climb on right. him and whatever. So my niece is sitting on his lap and she is like all over the place and, you know, putting her legs up in the air. And she he's already kind of uncomfortable. Like, what is happening uh-huh. right now? And then she farts. <laughs> and he just reacts. <laughs> He just reacts and goes, ugh, and <laughs> pushes her off. <laughs> like, not hard, but it was, right. just, it was just such a reaction. That's and just she's what like, you do. Yeah, and all of us are dying laughing. She's crying because she's embarrassed, and he feels so bad. But it was like a very obvious loud fart, like right, right in his face. <laughs> And it is just like one of our favorite stories. That's really funny. He just pushed her off his lap. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right. Those well, are great. Those are good. Oh that, man. That brings me so much joy. Okay. Oh. Do you have any stories of near misses or how Christmas was saved unexpectedly? Uh, yes. So my, I don't know what year in college. I was in college um, and I was working up in Oshkosh, which is like a two hour drive back to Racine to my parents. And I had to work. I worked in retail. I worked at Zales. Okay. And so I had to work Christmas Eve and mm. Christmas Eve is like our big family thing. So I got out, you know, got done at like two in the afternoon or something, like barely able mm-hmm. to make it home in time to celebrate Christmas. So I'm driving home Christmas Eve and there is a snowstorm mm. and I end up like, not like maybe a mile away from my parents' house, I skid off the road into a snowbank. But it's one of those things where like I was panicking. I tried to stop at a stop sign and it was too slippery Mm -hmm. and I just went into the snowbank. But there was so much snow and it was so fluffy that it was just like, poof, now you're in a snowbank. (laughs) Like nothing, no No, violence, no crunching. Yeah, it was just, it was hilarious. Like I just sledded into a snowbank. So then this guy was driving behind me and he helped push me out because it was very light, fluffy snow. And we're all like, oh, okay, okay, we're good, I guess, right? right?" So I arrive at Christmas Eve and I'm like, I just ran my car off the road, but it was no big deal. So we're good. (laughs) That's great. Yeah. Okay, well, I have something that happened just this year. It is a surprise Christmas high five from past Kelsey. This was very fun. So this year I have been thinking about what I'll get all the teachers and other people in our life who just make our a lives million dollars better and easier. Year. Yes. A million dollars. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so as part of my gift, I want to give my kind of standard teacher gift, which is a Mrs. Meyer soap and a tea towel, plus mm-hmm. like a nice card and maybe a gift card or something. So on my to-do list was going to Target and buying several tea towels. Yeah. Well, when Chris was unpacking all of our fall decor, he came across this plastic bag full of stuff and was like, oh, is this yours? 
I look in it and it is full of brand new Christmas tea towels from Target. Yeah, you did. Like 20 of them. Nice. I completely forgot about this. Apparently last year after Christmas, I went, I cleaned out all the Christmas yeah. tea towels on sale for like a dollar each yeah. and put them away for Good 2021 for Kelsey. Past Kelsey. I know. She really comes through. So I got to like, I felt like I saved money. I saved running an errand and I am just like, well played, Kelsey. <laughs> well played. Well played. Indeed. I love that. Okay. That was really fun. (laughs) I hope that that is inspiring everyone to reflect on their uh, potential Christmas gone wrong, or just remember if anything doesn't go quite right with this holiday season, you will probably get to laugh about it in future years. Mm -hmm. Makes for some great stories. All right. What are you obsessed with lately? I'm obsessed with the thing that you just got to sample. This is a Ooh. this is a holiday pack of candy yes. at Costco. Yes, I, I did. I don't know if you can find this particular pack other places, but Jeremiah brought it home from Costco, and I was like, yes, mm-hmm. please. It is a holiday mint pack oh, of chocolates. Genius. So it's got the dark chocolate mint Kit Kat, which is... I had never had that before. That is Ooh, a revelation. That is a the very good candy. chocolate. So good. Um, it's got that in it. It's got York peppermint patties, but they're shaped like stars, which Aww. is fun. It has candy cane kisses and mint truffle kisses. Oh. And it, I just think that is the perfect holiday candy yeah. pack. I love a chocolate mint situation mm, at the holidays. That's all you so. need. Mm-hmm. Oh, I am We're going that through that cup. already pretty quickly. All right. Well, I am obsessed and I have a little show and tell. Okay. I am obsessed with my new wallet. Ooh, Look how cute and simple is this cute is. cute and simple. So I have been using for many years past its expiration date, <laughs> a little cloth bifold wallet. Uh-huh. I travel light. Yes. I just need my couple of credit cards, my library card, and my ID. <laughs> you give Kelsey a library card, <laughs> she's right. good. That's all I need. And my, you know, my purse is pretty small, so I can't have anything too big. So anyway, my little cloth wallet is just falling apart and I'm ready for something a little nicer, but just having a hard time finding something so compact, yes. you know, I don't mm-hmm. need the big, you know, clasps and whatever. Well, I was recently in Portland and just doing some, you know, local shopping in my friend's neighborhood who I was visiting and came across this. The brand is called My Wallet, but mm-hmm. spelled W-A-L-I-T. And it is just a little front and back. It has spots for a few of my cards, a little ID holder, and then it has a little zip pouch in the middle. That's where mm-hmm. I keep some bills. dollars, but mm-hmm. you can put some, some bills <laughs> or some coins. And it is just everything I need, yeah. but nothing that I don't. I like that a lot. Oh, and it also came in lots of different colors. And I got this one that has some like green, cream, and pink. And this whole color scheme yeah. is just calling to it's me. It's super cute. Thank you. I so, love that. I love it. Is, it, it. is it leather? I think it vegan is, but, but I could also see it being like some kind of vegan leather. Uh-huh. I'm not sure. I like I have to look at lot. it. I will link to it for sure. They have, and honestly, they had like three different kind of smaller wallets. Mm-hmm. So you could, and I've checked out their um, website. They have lots of bags and backpacks. Anyway, so loving that. All right. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. We hope that you have cozy holidays and that Christmas and your winter holidays all go well for you. Um, Find us in between episodes on Instagram. We're Hi Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at hi-girls-next-door at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly.
Do you have any stories of like near misses or that time Christmas was saved unexpectedly? <laughs> yes, Erica, you just took over the podcast. <laughs> Isn't that the best story? <laughs> yes, yes. Uh, no, I mean, you took over. I think I'm leading it. Oh, you're leading <laughs> No, you do it. Okay. Go back. You're like, yes, but geez, it's my turn. Okay. <laughs> Glad you got the puppy taken care That's of. That's right. What am I, chop liver? <laughs>